Welcome to The Sober Gay, a podcast about being sober in the LGBT community and beyond. I'm your host, Dylan Gay, and yes, that is my real last name. Hi, Aubrey. Hello, Dylan. Let us know what we're talking about here today. Ooh, okay, so today we are going to be talking about um, emotions. Ooh. And uh, this, I thought of it because of thinking about how I handle emotional situations in the past versus um, now. I'm not saying I'm fully healed, but just the experience yeah. of the yeah of the whole journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'll start. <laughs> uh, Do it. Yeah, let me let me let me know a little bit. Like, tell me, yeah, uh, what what has changed um right now for you since you've uh, you've gotten sober? What has changed with your emotional response and like just dealing with like every day waking up? I think um the main thing is emotions are a good thing to have and it's very good to be in touch with your emotions. Yeah. And I'm a very emotional person. And, but I think there is a point where it could be too much and you have to learn to dial back yourself and learn what's important versus what's, you know, little voices in your head telling you to keep going, keep going, get madder, get madder mm. or get sadder, get sadder, get whatever, yeah. you know, whatever emotion you're feeling it's kind of like uh when you're at work and like there's one person who does like one little thing that's annoying and then the whole day that like just kind of ruins your whole day yeah you keep fixating on that yeah and it's like that emotion for the moment like bothered you but you can change that to be like oh how can i make this fun how can i how can i make this to not being annoying the rest of the day right i i think back to like when i was drinking pretty heavily and i think of my drinking career as a like a like a timeline and it was probably you can't see at, uh, if you're listening but i'm holding my hands up like a timeline and there's a beginning and there's an end and it's somewhere towards like right here um which i'm pointing i'm pointing at like 80 percent done of the timeline yeah. um so it was like closer to the end of my drinking career but not at the end of my drinking career i had an an incident where I was with a friend and she was with her now her husband, but they weren't, it wasn't her husband at the time. And, um, they had, he was living in Michigan mm -hmm. and she was living Shout in North out. Carolina. <laughs> I know. Right. She was living in North Carolina and they, you know, they were having an, an altercation on the phone and we were drunk, mm. like wasted. And I remember just feeling her emotion and wanting to protect her and like wanting to make her feel better about the situation. And like, I remember like grabbing the phone and being like, listen here, like, how dare you? Like, you know, you're thousands of miles away. How dare you chastise us right now? You know, we just went through this traumatic event that was mm -hmm. of course prolonged or, uh, you know, introduced by drinking mm -hmm. the, the traumatic event that had just happened, <laughs> you know, like, and I just remember the next day waking up and being like, Oh, like I could have handled that so many different ways, but it was like one of those moments where it was like 2 a.m. Mm -hmm. We're like two miles from home, no cab home, like no money for a cab home. We spent all our money at the bar. Like we're already like tired, you know, like mm -hmm. it's just one of the and like 
the emotion, I just would let it take over me like that. But the next morning, I remember thinking like, why did I do that? Why was it? It wasn't so worth it to let my emotions get all of me so much to where I was like exhausted from it after. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, and that's what drinking can exasperate that anger so much. Then you just like you let it all out one one time. Yeah. And so I get that. Like I think it, where I think why I brought that up was that um, then versus now, like I think my emotions, I have more of a power to pause. I think we've talked about that before. Yep, the power but like being able to just like, you know, pause before I react. Mm-hmm. And but that's where I said I, I'm not fully healed. We're, we're never fully healed, by the way. Like we're always going to be healing. And if you are not working on yourself and you think you're fully like the best version of yourself, you're not there. You know, that's just a, a block. So, but like now, um, I, I, when I'm presented with those situations where my emotions can go either way, mm-hmm. I do still have times where I'm like, I, I feel mm. that pause and I pause and I pause and I pause and then I'm like, Nope. Fuck off, you fucker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, and it, so that's where I'm like, you it know, builds up. It, it builds, does build up. up. Yeah. And I, I, maybe that's like, it's still that learning on how do we get that health, healthy outlet at that point of where, okay, it's still bothering me. Right. It's still there. What can I do to get rid of it? Do I say something? Does that help? Is yeah. saying something the best thing to do? Right. Mm. I had an incident the other day where I was on a scooter and, um, I don't know if you guys know like Denver scooter laws, but there are laws with Denver scooters. And, of course. um, I, when you're, when there is, when you're cutting through a street and there's no bike lane and the sidewalks are, are wide enough to fit big, you know, things you're allowed to go on the f- sidewalk up to six miles per hour. And so I got on the sidewalk to go like to cut through this street and, I was going slow. I was like, if I would have like, you know, I was pretty much wobbling going slow. Cause I'm like, whatever, this is like a more residential street, but it was a big wide, wide sidewalk. So I was like, eh, I'm not worried about it. So anyway, mm. I like go around and these women are like screaming from across the road. They're like, you're supposed to take that on the road, blah, 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 blah. Like tell them. And I'm like, Oh, should I not be on the sidewalk right here? But this is a one way and there's no bike lane. And they're like, get off it. There's a motor in there. Obviously, motors on the road. And I was just like, oh, let it go. They These people are just like not worth it. Oh, yeah. And I got a little bit away and I turned around and I was just like, fuck off. And I was like, what was that? They couldn't even hear me by that point because I was far away. But I had just like I was just letting it build up and build up and build up. And you then know- like I <laughs> once I'm like by the corner of the street, like where I'm turning left, I'm just like, Fuck off! <laughs> so the more that I literally walk all the time to like school, work, all of that, almost get hit. I now realize the amount of times that I see people talking to themselves like way after something happened and they're yelling. I realize that was me because I did the same thing. I was, people will do that and then like five blocks later I'll turn around and I'll be like, fuck you. Oh, oh, that makes me feel like <laughs> you have no idea. No, seriously. It literally, it's it is so natural and I see people do this stuff all the time where they're just angrily talking. I'm like, this is people walking on the streets. This is what literally walking does to you. Yeah. And like, it gets you angry. It gets you angry at all the cars and everything else out there. Yeah. I was, um, 
just looking at some TikToks <laughs> and they were talking about like how jaywalking and this jaywalking. And I'm like, jaywalking is a term like created by a car. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And I learned that from um, pedestrian dignity, which we've talked about before. Um, uh, yes, I am a part of that now too. As hell well. yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm I'm on there. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yes, but um, yeah, everything shouldn't be so car centric, especially downtown. People complain about like the red lights and how they're not all green and timed out. But think about it this way: it's because you're driving through a city, you don't need to be hitting your maximum speed limit in a car that's already transporting your body way faster than my two legs could right? ever walk. What are you trying to do? And well, you're going to tell me that, like, to get to the grocery store directly across the street, you want me to walk a whole block the other direction to get to a crosswalk? No. That's just car-centric mentality. Mm-hmm. Side note, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I am. And let me tell you, it's something I'm working on, my my pedestrian anger, because I did not know I had that. But I have a lot of pedestrian anger. So there's anger. road rage and there's pedestrian anger. Yeah. And I have both. <laughs> <laughs> no i actually don't that was just really funny of a joke that I, popped like up in my I literally don't have road rage you've driven with me plenty yeah of times. no like you don't the most patient driver i was pretty decent driving but i knew because i feel like i knew i had the bigger machine most of the time yeah. besides when i was drunk which those were you know way other different things but when i actually like cared what i was doing like i knew i had the machine that could kill people yeah. like and you had to be careful with that but like yeah, now that I'm the pedestrian, I see how many people don't, and I, I get so it's frustrating, angry. especially with all the like, where we live in Denver is very extremely residential, right next to the big city, right there. You know, like mm-hmm. these stop signs are there for a reason, and people will stop like at the road instead of the stop sign. And I'm like, Jesus, I have mm-hmm. my groceries. I'm about to die today. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and it just anyway. Yeah, it's a it's it's difficult to walk around here, you all. It really is. Emotional. And that's why we are working on bettering our streets. And our emotions. And our emotions. <laughs> because I do I and that's something yeah. I have changed like with my anger. I was that like quick to just go off on someone because I wanted to or I just like I knew I could or it was just easier with alcohol. And like now I know that like I can pause. I've never known you to be a quick, angry person. Yeah, like, I. You're you can pause very long. <laughs> <laughs> I really can pause very. It takes. It does take a lot for me to go off. And even when I drink, it did take a lot for me to go off. That just happened more frequently. Mm. Um, and now, now it's more like you really just have to be that right person at that right time. That I and I just do that and it's learning those moments when i know that it is it has built up that much what can i do at that time to um not get so angry how can i make myself happier and like one of my things i love to do is i sing a lot especially at work sings like sing what i'm like talking to people or telling people or like you know when you work in a restaurant corner or all of that stuff i just sing it and it makes it so much like better it makes the day and you just do it in different tones and different ways and it doesn't have to sound good that's our that's our like ancient language is singing yeah moving our moving our vocal cords in a melodic way it's it's primal yeah it's so nice and it, it helps calm down i don't know it's just and you, it gets my brain to just think of different things and different ways I can, like, make the day more fun. Right. Instead of uh, when I get angry, I, st- I tend to boil and, like, 
think about all the different perspectives. I try to put myself in their shoes, which usually will make me angrier because I'm like, well, then they're not seeing me in the right light mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, I'm always a work in progress. I think perspective is the hardest thing to get when it comes to emotion because it's really difficult to understand other people's perspective. Totally. Really put yourself into someone else's shoes because it is really the reality of, of looking back at the situation and trying to understand it from their thought process. And you can't even do that. And yeah. it's, I, I don't know, perspective is so difficult. To yeah. I mean, I always with. think about like how we're all just, you know, blank slate brains who just have been fed different information to sculpt us into people. And, you know, we have this spirit mm-hmm. inside of us and our brains and they, work together and sometimes it's malicious and i feel like sometimes our natural spirit fights our brain which is you know just in this carcass of a vessel that we're driving mm-hmm. um it's hard to, with the two battles the what is it the wolf and the, the wolf and the the two war, wolves wardrobe you feed, yeah, yeah you that feed one. the two wolves <laughs> <laughs> that are one. you thinking of the lion the witch and the wardrobe something <laughs> Well, you feed you feed the wolves like yeah. one is good and one is bad, and whatever one you feed is obviously going to be the one that like wins. Yeah. So, is that what you were talking about? I now? think so. No, no, that's exactly oh, what I was okay. talking about. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think it's an old uh, Native American like proverb or an old Native American. Um, but it's so true. Like yeah. you, if and I have a problem feeding that that wolf sometimes, and that's just like residue from alcoholism. I feel like. Because alcohol made me so dramatic when I was emotional. Like, if I was mm. crying, I was crying. Like, you know, like... Me too. It did not just... go well. No. Ooh. No. In the middle of the street throwing bottles. Yeah. Like, oh, gosh. I do not miss that. And you're so embarrassed the next day that you go and drink more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard something earlier that was really interesting to me. And it said it, it was um, the phrase... It's not how it went. It's how it ended. And it's how our brains think of things, events after they happened. Mm -hmm. So say you um, went to you say you were in a relationship for, you know, four years or something. And, you know, like 80 percent of it was great, but it ended really bad. You're going to say like that was horrible. It was bad, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's not about how it went. It's how it ended. And that ties in a lot, I think, to like how our emotions and how we re- how we react to things. Because if you are, you know, talking to someone and you, you know, it's going great, and then you let your higher, your worst emotions, you know, lower emotions get the best of you, they're not going to leave that situation thinking like, oh, even though they apologize after and we got along after, it, you know, it was still kind of dead after that, and that's, and you know, yep. You, yeah. The situation could have been completely different yep. if we could have taken a pause and, you know, seen which wolf to feed in that situation. Yep. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Sometimes you get into those little fights. And I like for me, I like to like sometimes when you do it, it's the best thing to do is like sit on it for a day and really like think about should I apologize? Should I not? And if you really want to make like men that I always go back and apologize usually because like I realize like. I could have paused in that moment. I could have done this and I'm working on it. Yeah. I'll apologize. Cause I'm not afraid to say like, I fucked up. Yeah. That's just being human. And it doesn't look bad on you as a person to apologize. It doesn't no. make people think like, Oh, 
they're always fuck up, blah, 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 blah. No, apologize when you're wrong. People will think higher of you. But but only apologize when you're wrong. Never apologize yeah. when you're right. Because that, that, I do that. I have that problem. That's my emotional problem oh, yeah. is the uh, extra apologizing when I don't have to. I, I was telling you about that because, well, I don't know how to say it. Like I was correcting you whenever we were like going through a crowd of people and you kept saying, sorry, sorry, sorry. And I was like, don't apologize for your existence. <laughs> Say excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> I'm coming through. We're the queens. Yes. Um. Excuse me. I, I'm not gonna say, it. but that I'm right there with That's you. True. Right there with you because I was in that same exact boat. Sorry. 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 And you. It, totally desensitizes you disingenuous yeah Yeah. and i that's the problem is it's like you just keep saying it and then you keep saying and you keep saying it and then so when you need to say it the person that maybe hears you say it all the time is not gonna feel it's as genuine because it's so easy for that person to say yeah moral that story is that there's other vocab words for you know i apologize (laughs) but like even that's the same thing like but there's other words for like excuse me or like yeah i did that wrong or like you know you don't have to always just say sorry 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 (laughs) you could just say get the hell out of my way or fuck off (laughs) but say it cutesy like that how can you get mad right sing it (laughs) fuck off (laughs) get the hell out of my way brought to you by singing (laughs) singing dilly <laughs> um at the end of the episode now so let's just do a little recap how Ooh, are you i i am wonderful how are you I'm, a, I'm great it's hilarious i was actually gonna go back and be like i just jumped right into it without even asking how your day was no it's so, perfect it's yeah perfect. a little wind up find up i'm feeling you know life is great school is over i got all a minuses or above That's so great. like when and that um Love that I get like another week and a half and then I have to do one more semester. Okay. And, and then, then I'm done. Forever? I graduate. Well, I, get, I get my diploma. I get to see that beautiful thing, get it framed and throw it somewhere. I will never look at it again. <laughs> right. Well, you'll. do you need that when you go to jobs? Do you carry your diploma that's framed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so disconnected. I love that. I can just imagine like me just walking in with a Hi, I got this diploma. Can you hire me now? I would love to try that. That's like, like how they taught us it would be in high school. I don't need a resume, right? My resume is right here um, on the diploma. The resume is in this ink and canvas paper. <laughs> but I'm glad you're doing good. I, I am too. How are you? What have you been doing? Well, tell me. Um, I have a boyfriend. Yes, I do. I know. Boyfriend season. I haven't talked about it yet on this this because I was like, you know, you gotta. It's like a pregnancy. Yeah, (laughs) you gotta let it cook for in the minute for a minute in the in the oven. You know, you are crying. Um, um, are you emotional? Aubrey always cries. Emotions. Aubrey always cries when he laughs. I do. I was building up though. I was watching Pose before this, oh. really getting emotional. The third season. Woo! Oh. So oh. this was just built up too, you know. Built up emotion. Um, oh. No, um, I'm very happy. Good. Extremely I'm happy. Glad. Um, yeah, that's a whole another topic that we could probably talk about now that I see what a healthy relationship looks like versus you know in the past when I was you know magnetizing. This 
low energy quality people mm-hmm. um you know to take all that time off and from the the dating game and then come back into it and, and find that wow it's just like crazy um uh, but i don't want to say too much because you know it's just like spill the beans it's okay right. we got time <laughs> <laughs> uh no but it's it's really really great good really yeah great. i'm so happy to hear that i'm like when i first found out i was like yes yeah i love this for you you need mm. to just work it because that guy found a good guy too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel that. And that's, you know, something I would have never said in the past. I'm like, no, they're too good for me. But I'm like, no, we feel great for each other. You know, we're just at really good points of our lives, I think, mentally and whatever. And we both know about, you know, the work on ourselves that mm. will never end and how that goes. And it's just a great to be in that mentality with someone else and be able to share that. That's great. I'm excited to hear about your sober relationship stories. Yeah, I'm excited too how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Trilogy coming up, you all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aubrey, uh, we have a website. We do have a website. It is thesobergay.com. Yes, and mm-hmm. people can email us. We've gotten a couple emails, and I've been kind of slow at responding. Um, I So if you're waiting on a response from me, you're going to get it soon, I swear. Soon enough. Soon but what enough, is that? What is there. that email? It is at the sober gay podcast at gmail.com. That's totally wrong. It's that it's the sober gay at gmail.com. I'll get there it's eventually. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I keep saying that it eventually never comes. It's okay. Um 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 Instagram. Instagram. Ooh. Instagram sucks lately. The it's algorithm. Anyway. I well, there's a lot <sighs> for that one, but Instagram. The sober gay podcast. Um <laughs> Happy two years of the sober gay. Oh my gosh, two years. Has it been two years? Yes. Woo! Happy two years. I can't believe that. Until- Happy two years, you all. Yes, until next time. Stay, stay sober, sober, girl. girl.